on today's episode, we have a great episode in hand. We're going to be talking podcasting. We're going to be talking creativity with my fellow podcaster, Andrew from Fort Worth Roots Podcast. How are you? Thanks for having me back, Sam. Say, say your, your <laughs> intro the way you say it. Uh, what well, do you say? I've this usually, I've usually got music pumped up behind I it. I know. You're always jamming out. <laughs> It's it's pretty simple. It's yeah. hello, friends, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. I love it, man. If you're not listening to Fort Worth Roots, I want to encourage you to, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, just go and download it. Take a listen. He's got a lot of interesting people on his podcast. And in one of his recent episodes, you talked to which Ninja Turtle? The Red Nin- the red Ninja Ra- Turtle, Raphael. Raphael. Yeah. He talked to the guy that played Raphael in the original Ninja Turtles movie, and I heard the interview, and it was it was really good. I enjoyed it. Well, for, for guys in our age group, yeah. um, you know, the Ninja Turtles in the early 1990s, that was one of the coolest things from our childhood. Um, it was just incredible, and nothing had ever been done like it, and I don't think anything's been done like it since. So... Um, just just really incredible that I got the opportunity to interview that yeah. dude and uh, come to find out he's actually a really cool guy. Yeah. So we've uh, we've hung out a couple times and uh, I'm planning on hanging out with him some more, just going out and seeing his brother play. <sighs> his brother's name is uh, Stephen Trome and he's a hand surgeon oh, and okay. uh, also has a band. And so uh, I went to go see his band. I ended up hanging out with him, uh, Baby Leg and Sonic Boom, yeah. <laughs> Doc Rock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for, the, the band's name is the Traumatics. And uh, Ken Scott, uh, you know, Raphael from the 1990s. Yeah. He was there and uh, just a bunch of cool folks. And we hung out and had a great time. Dude, I love it, man. Like, since I met you, I just feel like, you know, podcasting is what we share in common and and I really enjoy it. And and you know, I don't know if you felt like if you feel like this, but I just feel like really lonely as a podcaster. Now, when I'm doing the show and as I'm promoting and putting it out there, it's I enjoy all of that. But I don't get to sit and like talk shop with a lot of people. It's yeah. it's it has to do the conversations I have have to do more with the failed podcast, our future and our vision and stuff like that. But I don't get to talk shop with people, yeah. man. And so that's why I, I think uh, our friendship is going to be good, man. That's why I appreciate you coming in today. I want to talk a little bit about just podcasting in general. You, yeah. You've you mentioned that you've reached out and the, the, you know to like the Fort Worth community and podcasters around here. What have you seen or learned about the podcasting community in the area? So I, I intimately understand what you're talking about, and I've said that myself, that podcasting does feel a little bit lonely on the back mm-hmm. end. You know, the interviews, not, not, that's not what we're talking about, but the, uh, the camaraderie, it's, it's yeah. hard to find. So I'm, I'm also excited that we got teamed up because, um, yeah, I've been looking for that too. You know, you, yeah. want, you want to have like kind of a support system. Yeah. Um, and then the, the local podcast community, as far as I've found, um, it's extremely diverse. You've got different kinds of people doing different kinds of shows and they're just as uh sorted and um eclectic as you might imagine any group of people to be so um i every once in a while i will run into one of the local podcast groups yeah. I actually ran into uh the funky panther guys out at arts goggle yeah and they're just really chill really cool dudes and uh i'm i'm hoping to kind of bring them into the fold one day so 
but yeah, there's there's a lot of local uh, podcasts, and a lot of them are really good. So I yeah. would like to build that community that you're kind of talking about. Find find the people that are interested yeah. in friendships like this, where we can kind of lean on each other and talk shop and you know get together and have a beer and talk about that crazy thing that guest did mm-hmm. on that last recording or. <laughs> now it. You know, when you when you jump into other things, whenever you like if it's sports or business, if there's someone that's better, you're like you're trying to either compete against them or be better than them. And it it just becomes unhealthy at some point. And I feel like with podcasting. It, it's not like that because if you're good, if you're bringing people to the podcast platform, it helps other podcasters as well. And I, I yeah. feel like it's it's a good thing to have a lot of good podcasters. And I don't know, I just I feel like that doesn't happen with a lot of uh, industries. Yeah. Well, and I hope that people realize that whenever they get into podcasting is that, you know, uh, uh, rising tide will lift all ships. Like we, we can work together. We do not have to operate in a famine mentality. There's plenty to go around. Um, and you know, if 10 people write a book on Texas, it's going to come out 10 different ways. And that's the, uh, that's the thing that people need to focus on is yeah. just because somebody else has a podcast that covers kind of the same thing, whether it be sports or otherwise, yeah. they're not going to tell it. They're not going to tell the story the same as, as you would. Yeah. So there's no reason that we can't have multiple podcasts inside the same area uh, that cover kind of the same thing. Cause they're not going to tell the story the way you would. And, and then as one thing I learned about doing this and like sharing my voice through the podcast platform is your passion has to be deep because in the very beginning it's you and your passion like all the you know we hear the rogan story and all these other podcasts that are like sponsored or supported by big organizations and so that that's kind of like the top of the heap there you know what i mean but but People don't realize that when you're starting off, your passion's what's going to get you episode yeah. to episode. And for you, you know, you've already you've been doing this for two years, and you got a pretty good stack of interviews. You know, if you, if you on you're on YouTube and you, on regular podcast platforms all on all of them, <laughs> and so that that's a lot of work that you put in. Uh, yeah. In the very beginning. How, how did you manage, you know, just the first 10 episodes? How did you say, I tried it and I'm done with it? Or did you just know that you were going to continue going? Well, whenever I set out to do this, um, I I was, I had a, a pretty long focus. I mean, I was, yeah. I was looking at this like, what's it going to be three years down the road? It, I didn't yeah. really care about those first 10 episodes as far as, that wasn't the goal, yeah, you know, yeah. that was, that was what was going to launch me. And uh, I'll tell you what, those first 10 episodes, that was a lot of work, a lot, because you're learning everything for the first time. But before we go too far, you mentioned Joe Rogan and the success that he's had. But I think anytime his name comes up, people need to understand that Mr. Joe Rogan was not, a, that show wasn't for yeah. like the first Four, five, maybe six years. Wow. Honestly, I, it had been going for five or six years before I even heard of it. Hmm. 
and which is crazy to me because yeah. I've always been a Joe Rogan fan. Like I loved I loved yeah. his comedy. You know, this, uh, what was that show? News Radio. News Radio. I love and News Radio with Phil Hartman. And, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Joe Rogan has always been like a, a character in my mind that I really enjoy. So the fact that me being a Joe Rogan fan and did not hear about that show yeah. until it had been around for four to six years, something like that. Um, and then when I found it, man, I was just eating up that content like crazy because it was a great show. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so even Joe Rogan, the the powerful king of the podcast world, in my opinion, yeah. the Godfather. <laughs> yeah, in the he, beginning, <laughs> he struggled. I mean, he didn't struggle because he was doing it literally because he wanted to. That's important. Yeah, and and it has to be that way. Like you better enjoy it, man. If you're trying to get behind a <laughs> mic, because you know, even though we say, oh, you know, listeners, and if you're listening now, and you know, talking to, the, they're not in front of us. Like yeah. if. If you weren't in here with me, Andrew, I just sound a little crazy to, you know, that's okay. <laughs> if you were looking at me from the outside <laughs> in, but that that's part of it. It's just like, do you have enough depth in what you want to share with the world that you can do it day in and day out, you know? Mm -hmm. And so here's what I was going to ask you, see if uh, maybe if a podcaster is listening or if maybe a future podcaster, someone that wants to do it. And you know, when stuff is new or it isn't a necessarily a college course or whatever, people are very hard on that industry. And they'll be like, no, maybe you should do something real. And I'm just yeah. like, I hate when they say that about anything because it becomes real when someone really passionate shows up and then they change the game forever for everyone. And so um, what are some things that people should consider before starting a podcast, what are some things maybe that you considered that have helped you up to now? Well, I would, an up and coming podcaster, if they're thinking about putting something together, I would ask them, what is the purpose? Like, why yeah. do you want to do this? Got it. There's different reasons that people do podcasts. One of the most popular reasons is to prop up a business that you already have. So maybe you're in real wow. estate. Yeah. Maybe you got a car lot, you know, whatever the, the industry is. And you want to do a podcast as like, uh, a supplement to what you're already doing. Okay. Yeah. You don't really care about podcasting. You mm. just want to add another layer to your process to help your business. That is the person that is going to really struggle with podcasting hmm. because they're not doing it for podcasting. They're doing it because for they think it's going to, yeah, help them with marketing. Yeah. I promise you that if you were trying to get into a podcast with that on your mind, this is too much work for you. I'm looking into the camera and I'm talking to you. Please listen to me. <laughs> yeah, we're going to put this um, on YouTube. But uh, now, if your purpose is, I have a story to tell, and I really can see me putting this out yeah. as a podcast, and you feel very passionate about it, good. That's the kind of person that's going to succeed and actually, you know, produce yeah. quality content. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of podcasts out there, brother. There are a lot. And I don't know what the number is now, but during coronavirus in 2020, there were 880,000 podcasts worldwide. And within hmm. 12 months, once we yeah. started into the corona thing, there were over 2 million podcasts worldwide. So, you know, how are you going to separate yourself yeah. from the crowd? I mean, there's so much noise out there. How are you going to shine through that? So and, it could be intimidating. Well, and the simple answer is you're not. So you need to be able to persevere <laughs> and continue to push yourself through it. Because as you start racking up episodes, as you start downloading content, those algorithms that decide where to place you on those podcast platforms will start picking it up. 
Mm. And so you you just you're gonna have to put in the work. And I mean, I'm two yeah. years into it, and I'm actually working on our episode that we did a month and a half ago. Oh yeah, yeah. For episode seventy eight. So well, I can't wait. I can't if wait. you're listening to this right now and you want to hear more of this, uh, well, you've got it on your show. Yeah, it's going to be virtually it. the same. But see that there you go. There's there's one thing that's a kind of behind the scenes insight is you got a backlog of stuff. And it's coming out. You got interviews. You're super busy. Mine is a little more slow pace. My mm-hmm. interviews are, you know, yours. We're both long format, but I never touch three, four hours like you. I've done it. I know. <laughs> I know. And but so for me, you know, I just got in the habit. So I record, and then I go, I edit, and then I'm I'm launching within you know 24 hours or something. But that's just the habit that I got into, and so. I feel like if someone's podcasting, they're going to have to ask themselves that question. Like right now, you could take a week off because you have enough content sitting there that you could. I could take two months off. Two months off, right? I can't because (laughs) of the way that I set myself up. And so whenever you you shared with me the way you did it, I'm considering it. I want to stack a few to have and and, but still be able to do it my way where I might record and launch the next day. And see, I I want to be more on your side of the table because I do not like my guests having to wait that long. But it's just if somebody tells me that they want to do a recording with me, I feel like I'm missing a huge opportunity if I don't take them up on it. it. Right. So I try to catch them right there. That's when they want to do it. Let's do it. And, um, you know, and then I. Yeah, I, I got to put them out in order, right? But, and it, and, it, and it takes time. People yeah. like, you know, I guess it seems easy from the outside looking in. But if you're recording an a, a episode that's an hour long, it's going to take you more than an hour to edit it because you got to hear it second you by second. Listen there's it. there's no yeah. way to speed through it because the uhs, the pauses, the thumps, you can't memorize where they're at. So then no. you might go through it once, edit it and tweak it. And then you'll go through it again because you're like, okay, I need to focus on the sound. Yeah. And so it, you know, if it's an hour, it's a, for sure it's an hour edit. And then you might add another 30 to 45 minutes for additional things. Cause you still have to do descriptions. You still have to do your thumbnails. You still have to know, distribute it. And it, all that stuff takes time. And it's, it seems easy and that's why I, I in a while ago I said you, you better be passionate about it because I enjoy every part of it mm-hmm. because I enjoy the alone time afterwards hearing the episode and editing mm-hmm. it but I'm just saying there's some work involved. It is wild too because I feel the same way and I there's nothing on this planet that can entertain me for 4 hours without me wanting to just like jump <laughs> out a window but I will sit down and I will start editing these shows and I'll just completely lose track of time. Yeah. I mean, I got up, this was uh, yesterday, Sunday. I got up at like 7 o'clock, went straight to the studio, started working on it. Next thing you know, it's 9.30. I mean, I just blinked and it was gone. Yeah. And then I didn't get any of that. Like, I did not get finished until I got to about 1 o'clock. Wow. And this was a uh, two-hour long episode that I was working on. It's one. So, you just... You just did one in that time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, and it does. It takes a long time. But, you know, I've, I've heard the cliche uh, statement, you know, do what you love. You'll never work a day in your life. And I always thought that was bull, <laughs> right? I knew too. And this is the first time that I've actually picked something up and been able to just absolutely, sincerely lose track of time because I, I love doing it. And I can't tell you why. Yeah. Why I like looking at that little slider and watching the wave format and <laughs> yeah. what it is about my screwed up little head that just makes that 
such an enjoyment for me, but I do yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, that I mean, <laughs> they said do do what you love, and you'll never work a day in your life. You'll work every day <laughs> of your life. You'll work more than than ever because all of a sudden you're building your thing. You're not building mm-hmm. someone else's thing. So why would you not? And you you might even have to tell yourself, calm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you have to tell yourself, I'm going to work till this time, and I have to walk right. away because now, yeah. And, and physically, the physical time that you put into it, yes, you are going to work more than you've ever worked in your life. Yeah. But the the cliche part is, you know, it doesn't feel like work. That no. that's why yeah. you know that's what the statement's about. But yeah, I yeah. have a, I have another question here. Hit me. What excuses are people going to confront? whenever they're about to start a podcast and what are some of the excuses that you had to confront you know not only in the beginning but Uh just now okay well let me start with the beginning you're going to overanalyze stress and totally drive yourself nuts trying to pick a logo you're going to listen to your voice and you're going to go jesus christ i can't stand my voice you're going to um you're going to do these edits you're, you're going to start recording it and you're going to uh, get to your post-production you're going to start listening to what you have recorded and you're going to go this isn't good enough i need to do better and you're going to stress and stress mm, and stress and true. stress what you need to do is you need to invest in some pretty decent equipment if you're going to be serious about this yeah. L- listen to me if you're going to do 10 episodes on like a camping trip and you just want to put this out for family and friends just as like a goofy side project just use your phone just use your phone don't buy anything. You yeah. don't have to. But if you're going to try to put together a product that you want to be proud of and you want to continue to do, and you feel like this is a, a, a hobby that you want to pursue, and you better frame it as a hobby for a while, um, listen to me talking like I'm an expert. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but you're, you're far more into it than so many people. And trust me, like, um, by me just talking with you and, us, and me watching you, I'm learning. Like just because yeah. I'm, I'm asking you a thousand questions, I'm watching your YouTube stuff. I'm hearing your your things, and I'm learning. Yeah. So so yeah yeah you're well. That's you're, why you need amigos in the podcast yeah. industry so that we can kind of feed off each other. And I I feel like ex- the excuses that I've seen people is just they're they're enough to keep them from from going. Mm-hmm. Like they'll just say oh, I I can't do it. It takes too much time. I for one thing, if you do a show that involves interviews. Boy, I mean that can that can break your heart when everyone tells you no, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and then with you, like from what I've seen, and I know maybe you've had some challenges, but it seems like a lot of people are very supportive, and you have a you have a lot of good interviews. And guess what? For me, I struggle getting interviews now. Yeah. Here recently, I've gotten you know it's gotten a little easier. I have like I only have ten episodes for this brand right. of the Phil Podcast. But it's been hard. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, man, what do I do? How do I do it? I just say, I just got to keep going. When I, whenever I get one, knock it out, put it out there, because I feel like just my past interviews give someone that I'm going to ask a little more confidence yeah, to right. say yes. Yeah, because they're going to listen to that material and go, okay, I can see myself on the show. Yeah. Well, you're working with kind of a double-edged sword. I mean, the failed podcast and what you guys are about, uh, everybody's got that story to tell. I mean, yeah. anybody that's done anything halfway productive in their life is going to have a really stellar story about the time they failed. Mm-hmm. I've got a couple dozen. Um, <laughs> yeah, I could but, tra- we could trade. But, <laughs> yeah. but then the other side of that uh, is, you know, 
some people are not comfortable talking about that. I know. Now, I mean, I can blur their face out, you know, change. <laughs> change I just voice. want the story, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. But, but I feel you. But that's like for me, that's my struggle is, yeah. you know, and, and you got to be, you know, as people are trying to build something with influence or something to put out in the world that's kind of bigger than the individual, you have to be okay with rejection. You have to be okay with, with some no's. Yeah. And, you know, and for me, as I've been on this journey, I've told myself, okay, fine. If, if my friends tell me no, I won't ask them twice. And at the end of the day, I got to get strangers to believe in me anyways. Yeah. Like if not, I'm not, I can't build anything if it's just based on family and friends. And as ugly as that sounds, if you do want to build something, you're going to have to reach strangers. Yeah. And uh, taking notes is important before, yeah. before you get in front of those guests. Yeah. Have yourself an outline. And me, I freestyle. I, I just talk to people. Yeah. But I do have notes. And especially if it's somebody that has like a lot of public history that I can go and look at their stuff, yeah. Um, you know, it, you need to take the time to show them yeah. that you prepared for that interview, and then you know, freestyle if you can. Yeah. Eventually, you'll be able to no matter what because you'll just get good at it. But you need to have those net, that safety net. You have your notes there. Yeah. Um, but the thing that I forgot that I was going to bring up is that whether you're going to be an entrepreneur and start your own business, whether you're going to be starting a podcast, you have got to get used to uh, running into people that are not going to share your vision. They're mm. not going to understand what you're trying to do. Yeah. So those no's, those no's are going to happen, and you just got to be okay with that and learn from it. We were talking about this earlier, but uh, here's the question. How do you stay motivated being a podcaster or being a podcast in the middle of millions of podcasts? How do you, how do you ignore all of that? That yeah. we're just a little fish in a in a huge, in a huge huge ocean. <laughs> you know those little dogs that like they're totally obsessed with their ball, and they will not leave it alone unless you find a way to to hide it where they can't <laughs> find it. Yeah, you don't know why they're so obsessed with that damn ball, but they will not leave it alone. Yeah, yeah. that's me. Yeah, I'm just obsessed. I I I don't need a reason to be motivated or focused on this, mm -hmm. other than I just am. <laughs> Now, is it, okay, tell me how true this statement is, because I'm just I'm just thinking about it. Like, I think I'm okay doing this, and and I know I want listeners, and I want this to grow. Don't get, don't get me wrong. I'm saying this so that it can teach us something. But I'm okay with not knowing who's listening. Yeah. Like, like at the end of the day, like I've had episodes a long time ago. There's like one listen, mm -hmm. you know, and it would sit yeah. at one for a long time. And guess, nuts, guess, yeah. guess who that one was? Was it you? It was me. <laughs> yeah. I've so, done that. I mean, that's, that's the best fan ever. But how, how do you deal with that? Um, well, so I, I think we're talking about two different things. Personally, I would love to know who's listening to my show. Yeah. And I tell people all the time, media at fortworthroots.com. That's yeah, yeah. the email. I want you to email me and say, hey, what's up? I'm Got from it. I'm from Kentucky. I need a, I need I heard, a funnel. I heard, heard about your show. That's where but, I'm not good yet. I, don't, I, need, I need to create a funnel because I do want to create a community around what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, but as far as the discouragement that you will find new podcasters, yeah. um, w with your analytics, your numbers, 
yeah, get ready for some heartache because you're going to put out some stellar episodes. You're going to have a great guest on that you were so excited that you landed this guest. And uh, you're going to spend extra time on it. You're going to make sure that you shared it on all the social media platforms. You're going to email the link to some of your good bunny buddies. You're going to be uh, direct messaging them and all that. You're yeah. going to do so much work to get that episode uh, to shine. And what you're going to find out is the number of people that listen are going to be about a tenth of what you thought you were going to get. Yeah, it's smaller. It, like, could, it could be smaller than that. So aim, aim as high as you can. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't even matter. Like at the end of the day, you got to motivate people that don't know you mm-hmm. to listen yeah. to you. That, that that's a, that's harder than than you think. You know. And I would you know another thing is like you got to practice communicating. Like you really got to know who you who your voice is going to be when the mic comes on. You know because who, no one's going to be there to help you, and yeah. you don't want a thousand mistakes whenever you're talking with someone. But you also got to be okay with a few little mistakes. Like I'm talking to you right now, and and my brain is you know because I'm excited that we're sitting here and we're talking. My brain's going a little faster than yeah. normal, so I'm eating some of my words and I'm rolling three words together. You know, which is not normal. Yeah, but that's what's happening. But I'm mm-hmm. okay with it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. because I'm confident with the way I communicate into the mic what if, what do you do to help yourself with your communication and feeling comfortable with the way that you do the way that you do you you just yeah like you just have to accept it you, yeah. you are going to have so many mistakes and this is not uh you know this is not a huge network this is not a production uh, managed by a team of smart <laughs> people that go through and comb and Make sure that everything is perfect. This is you, a microphone, and a camera. Yeah. And since you don't have a team of smart people helping you out, it's just going to be what it's going to be. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean be lazy. You know, you still no. got to do the work. You got to try to make it a good product uh, so that people want to listen to it. Yeah. Above all else, the audio quality has to be paramount. Because if somebody is listening to this inside their headphones, yeah. uh, they're not going to miss anything. Um, as far as the noise is coming through on their end. So, you know, try to try to limit background noise. Try to make sure you got good equipment. Spend some extra time on Audacity, running it through some filters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll, I'll throw out the, the few functions on Audacity uh, for your listeners in case they're, they're wondering what we do with that. But for me, Audacity is a free program. I got it. Uh, I downloaded it offline. Or online, see, there's a screw. But you, but you can use it <laughs> offline, right? Because you download, or is it all? Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't have to. I don't think you have to be online to use it. But yeah. Anyway, whenever I take a file, I import it onto Audacity. I import. I'm importing an MP3 file, and uh, the first thing I do is I normalize it. Now, mm. you or somebody else might tell me that I'm doing it wrong, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But you can go to Fort Worth Roots and you can listen to how my episodes sound and. That's the quality that I'm putting out. I would always be open to input for yeah. to make it better. But first step I do is I normalize. I go to the uh, effect tab. Got it. Uh, select the whole file. I normalize. Then I go in there and I amplify. So I'm I'm, I'm widening that wave format, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like you shrink it and then you grow it, right? Right. And and then after I've normalized and I've amplified, I'll run it through a compressor about uh, three times. And if really? I if I look at that wave format. And it doesn't look as pretty as I want. 
I might put another compressor on there. But I had somebody slow me down in the very beginning. They're like, ooh, dude, you're using too much compressor. So you can overdo it. Oh, got it, got it. But, uh, yeah, you want that wave file to look nice and tight. And then um, after you've done everything else, yeah. and assuming that you're not going to turn around and use this file on your video, mm-hmm. then you can go to the tourniquet sound mm-hmm. or tourniquet silence. I think that's right. It's either silence or sound. Okay. I know where it's at but on the tourniquet tab. But tourniquet is the first word. And so you apply that, and what that does is it takes away all the dead space. So in your recording, instead of going through there, yeah. and I used to do this, bro. I didn't know that you could do it with a function on Audacity. I used to go through there, and I used to trim every boom, single boom, dead boom, spot. Boom, yeah. <laughs> so now I've, I've saved myself some time by just doing that tourniquet silence. And what I found out is it's far more effective than even me going through it and doing it by hand. Well, well that's great. Okay, so mine is more... I do very minimal editing mm-hmm. and I do squeeze a few like if I feel like it doesn't interfere with the the, the individual's communication style like if I right. if I feel like it's like a um like a glitch in their in their brain then mm-hmm. I'll shorten it but if I feel like it's their cadence yeah. then I I have to choose am I going to leave it or take it off and so I I'm still going to and and I guess I would love to sit with you one day when you are editing something to hear and then you can and then you're gonna come watch me and you're gonna be like what well yeah and and you know i I listen to other people's podcasts and i i can tell what they're doing that i'm not or what that what i'm doing and they're not yeah and so yeah that that's one thing that i definitely pick up on uh immediately whenever i listen to somebody's show and they don't do that uh, tourniquet silence or whatever hmm. um interesting because mine is i mean there's there's no dead spaces <laughs> but it, it really needs to be like that in my opinion for my show yeah because they're so long yeah right? and, and then for me i feel like people just i i talk so fast sometimes that it's okay that the spaces kind of help yeah, yeah. with me and now people are gonna probably hate on me right now and i so i use <laughs> i use garage band okay and i've used audacity but but I've sticked with GarageBand. You know, I, I I have a Mac, and so you know, it's a free app. And a again, lot of people use that. Yeah, and then yeah. yours is free. And so again, I think that's a small little nugget that we're giving podcasters or future podcasters. You can spend four or five hundred dollars on a, on a program, but I wouldn't do it off the bat. You know, because there's so much that you got to learn about yourself first yeah. and then the rest is secondary and but anyway so for me my editing is very minimal and but it's very intricate i am listening i am tweaking the sounds and if you're watching on this thing i'm i'm using the zoom i don't I forgot which one it is but it's this one you can he's uh, showing the camera there and i i'll, I'll put a, a description underneath but this recorder it gives a channel for every mic that's plugged in. Yeah. So if it was four of us, it'd be four channels. And then I have another one. And, and, and for talk, the, talk for a second yeah, for me, Andrew. And, and for those of you that don't know what he's talking about, he has four individual audio files. So um, if you're recording one person and then you've got yourself on a mic, then whenever you walk away from the interview, you've got two separate audio files. And yeah. this gives you the ability to trim stuff out more effectively like if sam's sitting over there and i'm over here and i start coughing into the mic yeah he can take that out on my audio file without having to cut into his and then see this guy right here andrew has this one too this is the rode uh telecaster pro or the rodecaster pro sorry this is amazing for 
you know, if you do phone interviews, if you plug in your computer and you have all these sounds, and then plus it looks good on camera because yeah. it has all these little, little nice lights. And lights. But this one records stereo. This is one. It's got one file. And yep. so for, for my format, it works most of the time. But yeah. add, added one more individual, and, and I might regret it. Because, that is literally the only thing I don't like about that machine. Yeah. But this is amazing. But I'm using another device right now because I, I want to learn this one yeah. as much as I know this one. Now, for a novice, somebody just getting started, that roadcaster only having one file might actually be the way to go mm -hmm. just because it's it's it be far simpler to, to work with. But, yeah, my, my word of advice, if, if uh, you're trying to decide what piece of equipment to get as far as your audio interface, yeah, roadcaster all day. Yeah. If it, somebody is kind of on the fence, roadcaster. Yeah, and so you're gonna have to come up, confront those things, and um, and I and I'm sticking with the zoom for this one, and I'm gonna edit each one individually and just see how it comes out. Because usually for me, my voice is stronger than everyone's, right? Like, yeah. and so I always have to deal with that. And so if I want to adjust my voice, I'm sacrificing another person's low voice already, and yeah. so I'm I'm limited, and yeah. so that's why I'm gonna try this zoom one at this point and so now on the roadcaster the, the best way that i know to because I, I will mess with my sliders while i'm recording with somebody yeah and that's the best way to kind of yeah. adjust for that is to turn them up turn you down or vice versa yeah and I've, that's the key that's a plus about this that's true so you do it on the spot with this one yeah right this is like hands-on you got to be listening make adjustments while you're doing the podcast and on the other one i can kind of have everyone at a the same number gain on their mic and then do it post edit right i, yeah. I guess that's the best way to describe yeah. it and and just so people don't get scared um you do not have to screw with those sliders the whole interview you know you'll sit there and you'll be talking to them and you'll notice that they're coming in a lot louder than you are yeah so you'll turn them down or maybe you're uh, really loud and you need to turn yourself down. Yeah. Uh, but it's super easy. And honestly, 90% of the time I leave, you know, if I've got uh, channel one and two, if it's me and one other person, I just have the sliders all the way up. No way. Yeah. And, and most it, of the and time. And does it top that, out? Like, mm -mm, no. And then when I run it through audacity, it brings it down anyway. It, cause I've, I've got a ceiling that I have, uh, on my, uh, levels anyway. So, cause, okay. So on this one right now, I have us at seven. Like like seven point five. Would uh -huh. you put these up too? I just feel like it's so. I don't know. I don't know with that machine. Got it. I would have to listen to it. But it's very similar to the other one. But I, I will tell you, I'd rather a guest be too loud in the audio file than too quiet because I can adjust too loud. Yeah. So at this point in the show, you're watching, and you know whatever. I just I just roll with it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put it up to about eight five. That way, when I'm editing it, I'm just going to see. Yeah. And then as you're listening. You're cranking up both of them? Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to see right there. It's at 8.5. You got it up now? 8.5 there. And then you're at... I'm at 8. Okay. I put this up to 8, and I can feel the gain. Yeah, I can hear it. In, in here. Mm -hmm. But I'm just going to see if I can see, tell a difference when I'm editing, because I I, I never do that with, with that one. I don't yeah. go all the way up. I'm so scared, you know, that <laughs> I'm going to blow out the sound Nah, i don't think you're gonna have that problem well maybe with you because you do have a very powerful voice yeah so th there's a possibility that you're gonna have a different result there so me and you have been talking about the community of podcasters in the metroplex area and i think we shared the desire to wanting to build a community like just to 
just to kind of talk together, work together, know what everyone's going through and experiences. What, you know, if this group existed, what would be some things that you would like to see the group do for one another? Well, we've got events that come up all over the place. And, you know, I, uh, I'm going to focus on Fort Worth podcasters for now. Whenever that gets kind of dialed in and we've built a community here, then we might encompass the entire DFW area. Got it, got it. But, you know, like this last weekend, we had an arts goggle, right? Mm -hmm. Well, wouldn't it be cool if all the podcasters rolled out there together as a group? Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe we got a booth, maybe we don't. Maybe we organize something with arts goggle to where we have an area, like a a media area, a recording area where we could do. Uh, you know, Facebook lives and do, uh, I don't do live broadcasts, but there are plenty of podcasters that do. Yeah. And they could, you know, show us how to do that. Maybe we could live broadcast from Arts Goggle or whatever. Yeah. There's, there's so many things that we could do that would, you know, that wouldn't, it's not, I'm so worried that people are going to adopt that famine mentality and think that Mm. we're going to be stealing something from them. Yeah. All it will do is help everybody grow. Yeah. And so, uh, I, I just, I've got this vision in my head that we can, you know, we'll find people that want to participate in something like that. It's going to be a lot of people that don't want to have anything to do with it, but yeah. we could, you know, potentially. I like it. I, I, I don't see that there's any other way, f- but for that to happen. I think it naturally it happens. I'm just, I'm pushing, I'm leaning forward in the saddle on it. I, yeah. I want to get it here quicker, you know, so I'm actively pursuing uh, that, that community to, to, to bring us together yeah. and to, you know, I don't want to get all weird on you. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to make this anything it's not, but yeah. you know, if you are a podcaster and you like podcasting and you're in Fort Worth and let's help each other out, let's hang out, let's, let's talk shop, let's go to events together. So let me, let me just put it out there. We, you know, we've talked about it a little bit, but so I'll put our descriptions below our contact information below and you already have a funnel for your email. And then mine, I always just put my Instagram. You can DM me. Depending on whose voice you find more soothing, right? Let's just say They're that. both sexy yeah, as hell. Yeah. Just, you can <laughs> message each of us. And, you know, within the next month or two, I think if that sounds fair to you, it sounds fair to me. Let's try to put a little function together. I don't care if it's only three or four of us. That's fine. But let's just put it out there. I'll host it at my office. And we'll just talk and, you know, and, and get to know each other. But we, you know, I'm just going to put it out there on this episode because I think it'll be cool. I think when you have community around any subject or any industry, it helps everyone. And there just isn't one here, you know. And so um, I, I'm, I'm with you, man. I like the idea. Yeah. And I think we should we should uh, we should just knock, knock it down, you know, yeah. knock it out and make, make it happen. There's there's other podcasters out there that have the same mentality, I'm sure. Yeah. And they're they're feeling the same way that you and I are with that loneliness, you know. It's yeah. it it's kind of a it's an isolating uh feeling. Yeah. Kind of so. So, when you're podcasting and preparing for an episode or editing what throughout the whole process, what's one of your favorite things about being a podcaster? The interviews, meeting yeah. people, talking, yeah. doing these I yeah. love this. Um, and something I meant to bring up earlier, whenever we were talking about like the discouragement with, oh, with yeah. your analytics and everything, something that you're going to find is that even though your numbers may not be where you want them, as far as who's listening to the show, many, many more people are going to know who you are through your social media, 
you're going to run into people that maybe they've never listened to your show, but they know that you are the guy from that one podcast. And that's what I've been running into. Now, a lot of the people that I'm thinking of actually do listen to my show, but there are even more people that don't necessarily listen to it, but they know about it and they know who was on last week and they know where I'm going to be next weekend Mm. and things like that. And so it's gotten to the point now, and this is my favorite metric for success. Excuse me. Whenever I go to an event or an establishment or anything, and I run into people and I go, hey, what are you doing here? Well, I heard about this on your show, or I saw this yeah. on your Facebook for, for the podcast. And anyway, great. those are, that's the most sincere, and uh, that, that, that's the experience that really makes it feel like something substantial. You know, I got somebody to come to a thing Dude. because of something I was doing. I, I, don't, I don't have that privilege yet, but... That's that's great. Like mm-hmm. my uh, my thing when it comes to discouragement, and you know when you look at your analytics, please don't let that be your 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 purpose. Like you're doing it because of your passion. But here's my thing: what like you know, let's just say you have twenty or thirty listens on an episode, and you're like, man, that's kind of low because you're yeah. comparing the yourself to Mount Everest or, or something. And so I would just say, imagine yourself in a room. And those thirty people coming to listen to you talk, you would be pretty impressed. You would, yeah. you'd be pretty thankful. Yeah. And so, in the same sense, it's just digital, and you can't see them. But there is thirty people, or ten, even ten is a lot. If they yeah. if they came to see you somewhere, that's I've a lot. I've been saying that for a while. Did you hear that from me, or did we hear it from the same place? Did you listen to? No, no, I don't know where <laughs> I got it from. Well, I've been saying that then, for a long then time. I'm in agreement I mean, with you. Yeah, and when I look at my numbers, you know, I might feel the same way. But then you put it into those terms, like, in in your analytics, the people that listen to your show, it will multiply exponentially at a point. It took me yeah. probably, man, I want to say it took me a year. Before, well, maybe not that much, but it took me a long time to get to a thousand uh, listens, right? Yeah, yeah. A thousand downloads or whatever. And uh, then it went from a thousand to five thousand mm. in about a third of the time. Mm. So it starts to it starts to compound and add up a lot yeah. quicker. Yeah, you're building an audience through time. You mm-hmm. don't, you know, it's not just the one come in and grow. It's it happens differently depending on who you're interviewing, depending on what what you're putting out there and how much you're pushing it and how you're putting it out there as yeah. well. It's so many things that go into it. And another thing you need to tell these young podcasters or these people that are trying to brainstorm new, yeah, new on podcast new podcasters, yeah, um, you 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 got to do your own thing. You can't mm. listen to these smart guys on these podcasts or, you know, read the article and then take that as your 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 Bible. You know, this is your literature that you're going to base your podcast off of because you want to be successful. You've got to do your own thing. So if you hear something and it is contrary to how you want to run your podcast, do it. Do it your way. Absolutely. I like it. Follow some of this information, you know, as, as, as much as you can, if it's helpful, but don't let anybody discourage you into not doing what you want, because you might have an idea that's uh, pretty out there and people are going to tell you, yeah, that, don't, that will never work. Kind of Fort Worth Roots uh, didn't really follow a niche. Yeah. And these niche podcasts are the ones that will get the numbers the quickest. But for my money, like a niche podcast, mm-hmm. you're going to run out of people to talk to mm-hmm. if you're too dialed in and specific.
if I did a podcast on uh, CB radios in in America or something like that, every year it just gets smaller. Yeah, and smaller. <laughs> you're gonna run out of people to talk to. So I anyway, I didn't do a niche because I wanted to have endless potential guests. Right, yeah. that was my focus whenever I came up with the idea. But consequently, the growth has been slower because mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you know, if if you do a, a a podcast on kayaking. Everybody that's into kayaking is going to want to hear your show. Yeah, and so you uh, you pick up listeners a lot quicker. I got a a friend, well, an acquaintance yeah. through the podcast uh, that uh, has a really awesome podcast on uh, sobriety, right? And uh, that might sound boring, but if you are somebody that is trying to reach sobriety. I promise you that is a podcast you want to listen to. I help you. She's a like a microbiologist or something like yeah. that. I can't remember. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm messing this up, but anyway, she's incredibly intelligent. She's educated in this field of study, oh, and uh, also is is trying to li- live a sober life. So she's she's just the perfect person to put that particular show on. Hmm. And since you know there are a lot of people trying to stay sober, yeah. her show has exploded. So. You know, if you if you're if you want those numbers, if you're looking for nothing else but to have as many listeners as quick as possible, then go get yourself uh, educated in a particular field, and yeah. then find yourself a niche group to target. That, that's true. That that would work. Last words. Maybe I didn't ask a, the a question that you would have liked me to ask. That could really that would have helped you as a podcaster, or kind of help you right now moving forward to become a better podcaster. Man, Sam, I think we covered a lot of really good stuff that could be helpful to a podcaster. Um, I I also want to put my information out there so that, you know, maybe you're a, a Fort Worth podcaster, a DFW podcaster, mm-hmm. or maybe you're a podcaster somewhere else in the world. Yeah. Reach out to me if you got any questions. Media at fortworthroots.com is my email, and I'll be happy to answer anything. Now, I do not have as much gear as you do. I am not the gear expert, but if you got a question about the roadcaster, I might be able to help. Yeah. Although that thing has a ton of functionality that I don't even use. Yeah, and then if you plug a computer to it, it's just limitless. It could do yeah. something like, you know. <laughs> yeah. what I'm so anyway, uh, just to put myself out there, I am happy to help anybody along with their podcasting journey. And uh, if you you're in the area and you want to talk podcast, I'm sure you could sit in here with Sam and I and yeah, talk shop. And I'll put all your description below, and I'll put mine down there as well. I just want to thank everyone who's listening. And if you're watching, the the watching of this is a lot more interesting because you kind of just see us kind of just sitting here and chilling. But if you're listening, I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, the, the the video, I hope that I'm, I'm learning the video part. Of that's, we didn't even talk about that That's a part. dope-ass camera. I need something like that. I'm just using a GoPro. Yeah, <laughs> but that's a whole nother level of editing and setting up oh, and, yeah. but it all works together and at the end of the day just you know just communicate your story and communicate with confidence and continue going you'll have good shows you'll have bad shows but the goal is just not to quit and um and enjoy yourself you know because the journey it, it goes up and down so just enjoy the journey thank you for tuning in to the failed podcast along with fort worth roots and we'll see y'all on the next one peace